while it's going to be bad for some people, and I talked about it on the last podcast, some people are going to go bankrupt, some people are going to fall farther behind, and then there's also going to be people that really leverage this opportunity, this chaos, the challenging times that often create the greatest opportunities to get that much further ahead. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode Whoa. of M- 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 Money Moves. Whoa. You like that? I like that. That was, that a, lo- that was a little remix school. for y'all. As always, your host, Matty A., my co-host, Mr. Ryan Breedwell. Howdy, y'all. We cover all things stocks, real estate, investing, and personal finance. On this show, you know we like to sprinkle in a little Salt Bay, a little politics, a little current events. Keep it spicy. Keep it interesting. If you are new to the show, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Take 60 seconds to leave a review. It means the world to us. That's how we continue to reach more amazing listeners like yourself. And... Don't forget to share this out with a friend, a family member that you think needs to be participating in these kind of conversations because mm-hmm. we keep it real. All day. We keep it raw. Yeah. We keep it uncut. I love all of that. <laughs> we do all of those things with all the information we give you. If you guys haven't taken advantage of your free financial portfolio review, if you have a financial portfolio and you want Ryan and his amazing team to go through it with a fine tooth comb to make sure that you are not getting overcharged overfeed and or that you're actually allocated based on your risk tolerance, what kind of goals you want to achieve and when you want to achieve them by, you can text the word X-ray to 844-447-1555. And that will be the best way to connect directly with Ryan and his amazing team. If you want to get on my credit investor list to know what kind of deals and opportunities I present out to my credit investor network, you can text the uh, the wheels, the word deals to 844-447-1555. All right, so with all of that housekeeping out of the way, mm. we got a great show today. Always. We do. got some big news today, some yes, good we news. Lots of well, good little nuggets. Good news. I guess bad news is good news. We got all the above. Um, if you were invested in the market and you weren't trying to time the market, I was. there was a significant amount of wealth added to those in the market in the last 24 hours. Yeah, less than that, but yeah, there was. How much are we talking? $740 billion. $740 billion added to the market in just one day. Fun coupons flying. Why and, and, and what, what is the, the lesson, the takeaway here? Don't try to time the market. Be in the market for a long period of time. Um, market's fully recovered from its um dip through September and October. Yeah, and I tried to tell y'all, I tried to tell y'all not to fade the market, not to try to play the Fed, not to listen to headline news, not to listen to what other gurus were saying. Because I don't consider myself a guru. Um, well, if you would have listened to Peter Schiff, you would have been fooled. Yes, which is why we don't listen to Peter Schiff. But we do like to throw uh, his little bear comments in uh, in the arena, so you can tangle with them a little bit. Yeah, it's fun to it's fun to have like you know conflicting points of view. But it's <laughs> we didn't quite have a negative CPI. Um, yeah, so we had uh, it, core CPI was expected at point three. It came in at point two mm-hmm. and cpi you were saying i have heard some whispers i wasn't sure i'm not staking my flag here but i wouldn't be surprised if it was a negative print cpi came out at a flat 
zero print. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions and of course larger deals and paydays all around we call this deep sales and linkedin has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of linkedin sales navigator right now our millionaire mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast that's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash Mindcast and get started. Zero, and you know, that's pretty close to negative. That's one step away from negative. I would have loved to see a negative print. The market would have loved to see a negative print. Um, but with that being said, folks and i'm the only one that i know and i haven't even seen anybody in headline i haven't read an article i'm the only one i know there's others like me but i'm the only one i know that said there could be potential cuts between march and may of next year may is now consensus right now that there, there will be cuts yeah i mean i think year. percentage wise since we love the data percent we got a 50% chance of a rate cut in May, a mm. 32, which this bumped up a little bit in March, 32.7% chance of a rate cut in March. And what was it? Was it Goldman? Was Goldman came out and said that Goldman that was the first definitely big gonna, shop, right? Yeah. They said it's definitely going to, oh, was it Goldman or Morgan Stanley? Oh, no, I think it was Morgan Stanley. It was Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley came out and said june of next year they will for sure be cutting rates and they have to cut them hard and fast when they start to get to their uh, terminal rate and you know what couldn't agree more but i think they're going to cut sooner than that if we get another good inflation uh, data uh, next month that will make march uh, even more likely and i don't what i think would happen i don't know if they'll just shock the market and cut they did that in 2015 with a rate hike, and that kind of scared everybody and caused a big dip in the market. Um, damn it, I'm here if they do. Um, everybody, I was, I've been texting Matt, and I even said this to you today, because Matt and I have been talking about putting some more money in the market for his account. Get it in before the rate cuts. Yeah. Because it's going to absolutely, I think between now and the end of the year, we're going to have a good little rally now, given the current inflation data. So I think for the next 45, 50 days, whatever, how many ever days are left in the market, I think we're going to have a good uh, end of year. I definitely think next year is going to be better than people are expecting because when they start cutting interest rates and they let money back into the market and people will spend money in areas and that'll flow through to profits to companies and that comes through in earnings. Inflation's coming down. Companies are making money. It doesn't cost 7% or 8% to get a loan or mortgage right now. It doesn't right now, but I mean like at all. That's going to be 
you know, that gets the engine working in all areas back where we want it to be. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw gas, at least in California, I'll use our numbers, below $4 a gallon again. That would be nice. Um, we're teetering right above that. But, oh, man, good job to everybody that held out. It's been hard. It's hard to do what you have to do per, per usual. If it was easy, everybody would do it. That's the old saying. But it does feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It's getting brighter. Even good to hear you say that because you have even told me for, towards the beginning of the year, I don't know. I think there's more turmoil. And I was like, hold. I do Winter think, is coming. I do think there's more turmoil, but I don't think that necessarily is going to translate into the market. It'd be the commercial market. And I think I, I think commercial real estate. Not we're, yeah, we're going yeah. to talk a little bit more about that. Auto loan, as you mentioned, Auto loan debt crisis is, of course, crisis. Not a crisis. Uh, looks it imminent is. for auto mo blog. Auto loan delinquencies oh, among blog. subprime borrowers <laughs> reached a nearly thirty-year high in September of six point one percent, the highest rate since nineteen ninety-four. Credit card debt has reached an all a new all-time high at one point oh eight trillion. We did mm -hmm. see consumer spending pull back a little bit this last month. Mm -hmm. So that slowed a little bit. Savings accounts have dropped a little bit. I know you mentioned a lot of that is actually being held in checking accounts. And we're hearing two Fed officials said the US economy has yet to feel the full effect of past interest rate increases to its entirety, suggesting more slowing is yet to come. That's per Bloomberg. We're hearing more and more people still, the deniers, CPI, those are lies. Those aren't real numbers. Mm. What do you say to that? I hear I hear them because I took the position that CPI was not the most accurate data point to, to go off of, right? Which I'll still say that it's not the best, but it's what we got. It's what we use. So we have to play fair on both sides. If we're going to ride interest rates up on CPI data, that's not aligned with what, this, what the current uh, uh, interest rate environment feels like. And then we're going to also rely on it on the way back down. We have to do both. Um, I agree. It's not perfect. It's not the best. I think it's like driving with the rear view mirror. But if we have a zero, the nice thing to, to when that flips on its head is if we have a zero on this one and it's been coming down, probably going to have another good print on the next CPI data. Um, that could flip on its head as well. But I think people are going to spend through the holiday season. I think that's why we had uh, consumer spending pull back in October. That's that's fairly normal. Yep. Um, we have holiday spending, like a spending holiday coming up, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So, uh, I forget what it's called. Travel Tuesday. So like travel Black Friday is like Tuesday the 28th. So there's all these things and all these companies that are going to drive people's money from those checking accounts right into those companies that's going to companies are going to report those profits next year that's going to keep the market driving forward things are looking pretty good i would say we have a good potential to have a santa claus rally wrapped up in all of this to continue to push to the end of the year so i think things are looking fine i think there are um that this is why we were talking and said earlier you stay invested you reinvest your dividends you put your contributions on autopilot and do dollar cost averaging because that's how you get rates of return in your account that are, mm -hmm. you know, you, you buy the dip so that when the market goes up, you go up with it yep. and then some. Yep. Well, I loved what Warren Buffett threw a little shade at billionaire investor Michael Burry. His $1.6 billion short position on the U.S. economy 
is officially closed out, and he lost 40% of that bet. Now, to clarify, that wasn't a $1.6 billion equity drop into the market, right? The short was in the, the $40 million, $40 million range, but losing 40% of $40 million Quite a bit. is not anything to balk at. And I think, if anything, it's a perfect affirmation with alignment on Warren Buffett's quote here that you just can't count America down. And anybody that's betting against America, um, do that at your own accord, because most of the time and historically what has proven to be is that America is strong. It's resilient. We innovate. We pivot quickly at that when we know we need to. And we always find a way to come out a little bit stronger from even the most challenging circumstances. Yep. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am bullish on the U.S. consumer. They spend money. They like to spend money. Part of our culture is spending money. We live in a capitalistic economy, which is supported by spending money. Come on. It's, uh, it's a good come time. On. It's going to be a good time to be an investor here um, it's it's starting to be you're starting to get rewarded for that, but I think on both sides of the street, real estate and traditional stuff, insurance, my side of the street, it's going to be a good time to be uh, an investor, and and patience is going to finally be rewarded. Yeah, I think that's we a, talk about being patient. But that's I mean, a you know. really key word right now is patience, at least on the real estate side. I don't know how you're feeling about that. I think yours is more of consistency. Uh, yeah. I'm than telling patience, my clients, right? put money into your accounts. Put money into your accounts. It is going to look great, I think, in the future when we fast forward six, 12 months from I now. was going to say, my perspective on anything that I give you is that it's, uh, at least in the next six to 12 months, is that it's going to fare very well based on what feels like looking in hindsight in the rearview mirror that we've, we've already found that bottom. And we bounced off it a couple times, but it feels like we're really pulling out of this. And... I think if we have a negative, like if we, once they start cutting, if we break back above 4,800 or so back on the S&P, and if we can break through that and hold, that'll, that's our new bull, bull run, like a hard bull run. I think that might last a year and a half to three years. And I would love, and that would say, be, I would love that would be quite an understatement. <laughs> that would be very I much would, welcomed. I may take up saxophone lessons. Ooh. That's how much I love that. No Grow my hair, get a little curly. You know what I'm talking about. You look good. I think I would look. Yeah, you would look good. Now, on the single family side, I don't think there's going to be as much upside to be captured, but I think it's still holding very stable. And all of the metrics, while we've seen inventory be somewhat flat, it's going to end up year over year. Um, you know, we've seen days on market increase a little bit. A lot of this is due to seasonality. But when you look at how unaffordable single family housing is, to make housing affordable, and if rates stay at 8% and prices stay at current levels, income needs to increase by 63%. This is per the National Association of Realtors. A lot of people just income-wise have not seen their wage growth or their income growth um, run in conjunction with price growth and rate growth. Therefore, buying power and affordability just completely gets wiped out and obliterated in that particular circumstance yep and so with rates coming down next year i think it's going to be a great thing for many people that want to get into home ownership still look at you know uh owning a home as a safe vehicle for either wealth preservation or wealth growth um and i also think 
that we'll probably see much more appreciation than probably many people would like to see. Um, Zillow current prediction is that home prices will increase by 2.1% between September of 2023 and September of 2024. I would love that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely. Do you think, think that's probably a little too bit under short modest? Numbers. Yeah, probably closer to three to five percent. I was gonna say I think it's definitely gonna be in in the five percent plus range. That's just my opinion. I think when they I hope that when I they cut rates, happens. yeah, I mean when they cut rates and inventory still being where it's gonna be, I just think we're gonna see again more people going after limited supply, and obviously we know what happens there. I think that will translate into some equity growth Interest and appreciation. Interest rates get lower and my equity starts flying. Uh, <laughs> a HELOC is what I'll be buying. There we go, baby. <laughs> Tapping that bank account. A little, little bit of a jingle there. For you want to know, uh, so I was at, um, this is a little bit, uh, I'll, I'll come back to some of the commercial real estate updates and news here in a second, but I was, um, was kind of tapped into... Um, a, a hedge fund that was putting on a little bit of a virtual conference and, and I tuned into some of the stuff that they were doing. And one of the things that there was actually a couple of things I wrote down that I loved what they talked about, because I think this is for people that are looking to build and cultivate a wealth building mindset, the right wealth building habits, disciplines, understanding money, the, the world of money, the game of finance. You know, there's a lot of moving pieces and there's a lot of, I think, um, stages to this journey, right? Correct. And one of the things that, you know, talked about was that there are many different forms of capital that we as human beings can leverage and use. And one is financial, which obviously we talk a lot about this show. It's what makes the money in the world go round. Yep. We've got intellectual capital, right? And I think both you and I have gotten into scenarios, circumstances, relationships, opportunities because of our intellectual capital and the value that we bring, right? You don't always have to bring money to the table to get into certain opportunities. Yep, value can be sometimes intangible, but it's weird because everybody can almost like, I don't know how to say it in a different way, but like price or put a value in a, in a maybe a numerical way on your intelligence. Like, 100%. Oh, this person's very intelligent. Yeah, well, I mean. Very intelligent. And I, they're a nice person, but I don't like to. I'll, I'll give you an example. I have when I was first getting into really trying to master and understand the analysis of commercial deals and cap stacks, I was paying a financial analyst from Wall Street who had the intellectual capital and expertise to underwrite some of my deals. That was worth money to me to tap into his intellectual expertise, right? So if you're somebody that maybe doesn't feel like you have this big you know, war chest of cash or dry powder to be able to get into some of these opportunities or conversations, remember that there are other forms of capital. Intellectual is one of them. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Our sponsor today is Uplift Desk, creators of the best office furniture designed to help you work better and live healthier. You can visit upliftdesk.com and use the code MINDCAST for 5% off your order. And if you sit all day long while you're at work and you've never tried a desk that can transition between sitting and standing, you got to. It'll be a complete game changer. My standing desk is by Uplift Desk. It's what I use every day to record the show, prepare the show, do all my office work. 
And I gotta say the transition from sitting all day to standing while I work at various times throughout the day has really made a noticeable difference for me. When I'm standing, I notice I'm way more focused and productive. I'm way more alert. And I even have a little standing treadmill under my desk now, which allows me to get some extra steps in while still plugging away on calls and getting work done. Keeps the blood flowing throughout the day, which obviously can reduce all types of different health risks repetitive strain and I've noticed that my posture has drastically improved since switching to an uplift desk as well because I'm not hunched over the computer all day and while there's a lot of options out there for you to choose from the reason I chose uplift desk is because of the quality it doesn't wobble it's completely stable it's built to last you can definitely tell based on the materials they use and they are customizable too which is really cool they let you build your custom dream desk by choosing over a hundred desktop choices and hundreds of accessories that you can build into the desk for your own perfect workspace. And you can do that by using the really fun to use desk configurator. And once you have your desk all designed and picked out, you order it, they ship it the same day, you get free shipping. They do free returns with free return shipping if something goes wrong. And the best part is they have an industry leading 15 year warranty that covers the complete desk, which was a really big deal for me. It shows that they stand behind their product for at least 15 years. So to get yours, go to upliftdesk.com and use the code MINDCAST for 5% off your order. That's U-P-L-I-F-T desk.com to get 5% off your entire order with the promo code MINDCAST. The third one is, and I would probably pair this with the third and the fourth one, which is social capital. Yeah. Right? Is kind of like your credibility, your reputation. Your face card. Right? Like, like say your yeah, face card. Yeah, like, how, what do people think about you? Absolutely. I mean, that there's weight in that. Mm -hmm. And then there was human capital, which is more around like your network, your relationships. Hey, I can't help you with this, but. Let me connect you with my buddy Ryan, who is an expert in this and has billions under management. Right? Like, that's my network is something that can be of value by connecting those dots. That is a form of capital. Mm -hmm. The fifth one is emotional capital in terms of there's a lot of people that their emotional intelligence, like, there's people that have very the intellectual IQ side of capital covered. But their emotional intelligence is dog shit. They're terrible. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want a lot of people are in that category. And a lot of men are too, but it's just harder to deal with, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's better to, you know, hopefully you have a spouse or a person you can talk to or a friend, but gotta be emotionally. I was going to say well. emotional intelligence mm -hmm. is, I know a lot of people that aren't, you know, super tactical and smart with X's and O's and run-in formulas and calculators and their IQ isn't crazy high, but their level of emotional intelligence and awareness has a way of making people feel special and finding ways yeah. to connect and, you know, build relationships with people in any shape, size, you know, capacity whatsoever. And that in itself is a form of capital, right? Yep. And then the last one was spiritual capital. Um, but you have to manage all forms of capital. And if you were to throw all of those out on a on a piece of paper and kind of rank or score yourself in each one of those from a scale of one to 10, that's a good place to start. And then to go back through that and to rank yourself based on the goals, probably let's just narrow it down to the number one most important goal. If that's you want to make $100,000 next year, if that's you want to make a million dollars next year, you want to buy a commercial property, you want to do whatever 
one main goal, circling what forms of capital have the highest ROI and leverage and helping you achieve that and focusing in those areas can be a really great way to yep. kind of eliminating some of the distraction and getting super narrow in the areas that you can control those forms of capital and doubling down and tripling down and exercising disciplines and routines and habits and challenging yourself to up your value in those particular areas. So I thought that was a great thing to remind myself of other people that capital that can hold weight in a capacity that allows you to unlock new levels of opportunity, income, relationships, experiences in life, which all tie into the overall bucket of wealth, doesn't always come in just the form of money. Yes, money definitely has a little bit more weight and can open up different doors and different capacities, but there's other ways of really compounding your wealth through these forms of capital. Agreed, yeah, and and you've touched on essentially all of them. The thing is, it's just you can't, a lot of people hyper-focus on one or two and they don't nurture the other areas, so it's good to, you know, tap into all of those and, and spend time on working on this, the areas that especially don't get as much notice, like I said. And I think for men, sometimes that can be the emotional one. Yep. Agreed. Um, but going back to kind of this challenge that I think a lot of people are going to have in this next year, and we're already seeing the data kind of tie into it. I'm curious on your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the kind of statements one of the speakers made. Um, and this is where I think, while it's going to be bad for some people, and I talked about it on the last podcast, some people are going to go bankrupt, some people are going to fall farther behind, and then there's also going to be people that really leverage this opportunity, this chaos, the challenging times that often create the greatest opportunities to get that much further ahead. And now while many people and some people do it unethically, a lack of integrity, I think there's a great, you know, group of, of people that look at these opportunities and go, one, selfishly, how can I win and grow in that process? But how can I do it ethically with integrity, alignment with my core values and try and help and serve people in the process? And he talked a big, his talk was all about kind of businesses that are going to fail and struggle. Um, and he said the number one reason why businesses fail and you can even say, he even said why families, individuals fail, is a lack of liquidity. Mm. And, I, and, and then it got into, we, we had some different groups that were breaking out and giving different thoughts and reasons why they agree or disagree with that. I'm curious on how important is liquidity in markets like we think we're coming into right now? I would say very important because... Um... Without liquidity, you you lack um, or you gain opportunity cost. Um, so having having the opportunity or the dry powder or whatever you you know you want to coin it down to be, you can um, take action on those opportunities with liquid net worth or cash or yep. whatever investment. Uh, real estate, you can do ten thirty one exchanges and things like that. Life insurance, you can take loans from your policies, do things like that. Um, it, but not having the opportunity to do any of that, or even just down to the liquid one, which is cash, in my opinion. Yep. Um, I think that that's where a lot of people don't invest in a savings or a or a solution to, to pull money from. Excuse me. Um, 
early. And yeah. so I think that if people would more so say, okay, hey, like I put a couple hundred dollars, well, actually a couple thousand dollars a month into an account for opportunities. And a lot of times it gets ends up going into my investment account. Yep. But that's where, what I do it for. Um, the reason I do that is because I don't, I'm going to consistently invest, but if I see something that's out of the ordinary, I can make that decision and time it right then and there. Yeah. Versus having to say, um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pull from this account, or I'm going to take this loan, or I'm going to do this and it not pan out. Yeah. Um, you can a lot of times can lose or afford to to let go of your liquid net worth uh, more so than other items as well. Yeah. So I, I would agree with that to an extent. Don't need to have all your money in cash and just try to time stuff all the time. Right. That's not smart to do either. No. Nope. Uh, generally speaking, like I've said before, going to the gym and eating healthy is the best way to get results, not too much of one or the other. Yeah, I think it's it's a diversification play, right? Mm-hmm. And also, I think the, the the climate, the the narrative that most people who are looking at the data, right, aren't necessarily making every decision based on headline news, trying to time every aspect of every investment, but having some liquidity in times where it feels like, okay, we're going into some headwinds. Headwinds create challenges for certain people, right? And oftentimes in those challenging times is where discounted opportunities, distressed situations pop up, and you can find those win-wins. You got a, you know, a seller on one side, there's always a buyer on the other, right? Yep. Same thing in real estate. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. So I think that having liquidity right now is, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in your savings account, right? Whether it's life insurance and you're pulling on that, whether there's other liquid forms or vehicles that allow you to pull on it when it's time. Um, But I do think liquidity in times like right now is going to be critical to one, whether any storms that you might have. And if you haven't gone through your entire portfolio, whether it's real estate or stocks, and you're not looking at mitigating all the potential risks, right? If you've got loans coming due in the next 12 or 24 months, there should be plans and action, swift action, right? To mitigate any of that risk and downside. Yep. If you've got, you know, 
certain expenditures that you know have to have, you know, you have to do in the next year in order to keep your business afloat, in order to take advantage of certain situations, then make sure you've got a plan for that kind of stuff, right? Um, but that being said, also think about maybe taking some chips off the table. I don't know how many people I've talked to over the years in different masterminds and networking groups that said on paper, I was worth 10, 20, 50, $100 million in 2005. Yeah. But I was completely illiquid for when shit hit the fan. I had no way of saving myself or weathering the challenges and the storms that ultimately took down all of that net worth. Yep. So thinking about that and going, maybe there's some dogs in your portfolio or some semi-performers in your portfolio, that might be a great time to say, hey, maybe I'm leaving a little bit of upside on the table, but to have some of that liquidity back, to know that you can redeploy it and make that three, four, five, maybe tenfold in this next season, it may be worth exploring. I'm not saying to do it, but hence why I sold some of my hotels in the last years because while, yes, I do think there was more upside on the table for some of those, now I'm sitting pretty liquid to go into what I think is going to be probably one of the best buying seasons that we ever see on the commercial real estate side. And that kind of ties into some of the data that we've been seeing. An estimated $2.78 trillion with a T of commercial real estate is going to mature by 2027. That is debt that is going to be due and payable to the lenders by 2027. That is an insane amount of commercial real estate. And so whether you're a mom and pop investor, you're an intermediate investor, you're a fund, you're a family office, you're an institutional group, that to me is writing on the wall that there is going to be an insane amount of people that are forced, are going to have to do something. They're either going to have to refi, they're going to have to trade and transact, they're going to have to buy up, mm -hmm. right? And that means when there's activity going on, there's opportunity going on as well. Most yep. of it is going to be against them wanting to do it at their own accord. It's going to be due to the fact that this current lending climate and what happened in the economy as a whole has essentially forced a lot of these banks. I even heard certain banks that were literally, people were trying to give the keys back and they were saying, no, 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 you can keep it. We won't even make you make your payments for the next 12, 24, 36 months. We just don't even want that on our balance sheet because when we report earnings, that's gonna look really bad on our side. So you can just keep it on your side. I'm hearing more and more everybody working out. together. But that's right. That's smart. I think yep. that's a good thing. But there are going to be situations where that's just not going to happen. And therefore, there's going to be opportunity there. Over the past nine months, the volume of office loans and special servicing has more than doubled to 13.93 billion. The total volume of commercial property loans held by banks declined during the first two weeks of October. And all the way through the end of October, notably commercial property lending banks has declined for only two months since 2014. So this is a trend that the commercial sector hasn't seen in almost a decade. So obviously, I think more is going to come from that. Uh, commercial property lending by banks, mortgage-backed securities, and non-bank lenders rose by less than 1% in the second quarter of 2023, which was the smallest increase in almost a decade. So again. 
writing is on the wall. I just think that there's going to be some insane commercial opportunity out there. And one of the best ways, I wish I would have learned this earlier of going from single family to commercial property is one of the best ways to build your wealth, grow your income, grow your net worth with way less effort, by the way, than single family is commercial real estate. So if you're not trying to learn some of these types of things, if that's of interest to you, right, then now is the time to start getting very prepared, understanding what the game is, who's playing it, what are the strategies behind it, what are the asset classes and vehicles that you might be interested in investing in, and really skilling up because this could be something that one property completely changes somebody's life forever, their family's life forever. So, Especially in the commercial space. Especially in the commercial space. So I am beyond excited about what this next season um, you know, holds for many of you who are out there getting active. I've been getting more and more people reaching out to me about commercial real estate, um, you know, some of the coaching and the masterminding that I'm doing around that. So if you want more information on that, text COMMERCIAL to 844-447-1555. I'm going to have more information in early uh, 2024 or at the end of 2023 as we round the, the corner on that because my core focus is all around commercial assets, hospitality, medical, multifamily, and many other people in our network that are focused on those asset classes in addition to mobile home parks, in addition to all the other uh, storage facilities, RV parks, ways that that's the beauty of commercial real estate. You can make money in so many different facets. And again, as long as you can increase income on commercial real estate and they trade on a cap rate percentage, you can drastically force value into assets with little to no work and effort. So I'll get off my soapbox on that one. Hey, I love it. That, I, like, I like things like I love things too. You, you, and, and I I'm, like lamp. <laughs> I like lamp. Are you are you focused on anything specifically that feels more like a flyer in 2024? Anything that you're spotlighting in your world that gets you really excited, or is it more just around the overall macro setup of what you're seeing for the the new year? I think it's probably going to be almost all. Um, higher beta equities. So things that have beta is risk in a yeah, compared to like the S&P 500. So things that have a beta of, you know, 0.8 to 1.4, 1.5. Um, those are individual stock names that I'm looking at. I told people about, I think Nike about a month or so ago. It's been on a pretty big tear since then. I mentioned Cardinal Health. It's up over 20% since then. So those are, those are areas that I own for my clients and I, um, I'm buying into Microsoft to hit an all-time high today. Uh, we own that. Um, NVIDIA hit an all-time high today. We own that. So um, I do good for the people that give me their money. Um, they just got to trust me through the times that are a little bit, you know, it's hard to go through the times like we've Wait, been going you've earned, through. You've but, earned your keep over the last 24 months. Yeah, it's it, but it's it, it, these are necessary times, and this is the times when we buy stuff, and it averages the account balances down, and yep. then when the market recovers, we make that money back and then some. So it's just important to, you know, give your money to the people that you trust, have good counsel around you so you can trust what they're doing and then the results come after that. Absolutely. Well, if you guys want to connect with Ryan and his team, again, text the word X-Ray to 844-447-1555. That'll get you directly connected with him, his man, his right-hand man, Mr. Philly. Philly Phil, Philly, shout out Millie. to Phil. And they will build out literally a comprehensive plan unlike anything you've seen, at least... I had talked with many, and this was before I'd met you, you know, seven, eight years ago. Um, I'd never seen a, a plan like you built out. So 
uh, even for educational purposes. You don't, you guys don't have to do anything with it, but to get more informed. And that's something that we offer to all the Millionaire Mindcast listeners, as well as for my credit investors, text the word deals to get connected with me and my team on different opportunities that we put out specifically to our credit investor network deals to 844-447-1555. And don't forget to check out the Millionaire Mindcast store, shop.millionairemindcast.com. You guys will see the new Rich Life Planner in there. Um, in addition to the planner, we have uh, got a great deal and special runner right now, which is the Wealth Bundle Pack that accompanies that personal financial statement, net worth calculator, income and expense tracker, daily goals and habit tracker, all kinds of cool stuff that accompanies the physical planner that you will get sent in the mail as well. So if you're looking to take back control of your time and turn into a productivity monster, it's a great tool for doing that. If you like those physical planners, we also have the digital one for you as well. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. As always, you know, we appreciate you guys listening. If you enjoyed the show, if you're not subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button. And all we ask, take 60 seconds, leave a review, share some love, say what we're doing great, what we suck at, whatever it is, just give us some feedback on a review. And don't forget to share this out with anybody you think could get some value from it who would want to participate in these conversations. Until next week's episode, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Peace. Cheers, y'all. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Money Moves. Be sure to tune in next week for more news and updates. And if you got some value from today's show, all we ask is that you take two minutes and leave a review in iTunes, where by doing so, you're going to get entered into win a $100 gift card. Also, don't forget to take advantage of Ryan's free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio. And to do so, all you have to do is text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. What we have found by offering this out is most people have no idea what they're being charged from a fee perspective, or really in most cases, overcharged, and whether or not their current investment and financial plan is actually aligned with what they're trying to accomplish. And this is something that Ryan and his amazing team do for all of our listeners for free. So be sure to take them up on that. Again, that's x-ray, one word, 844-447-1555. Also, if you're an accredited investor and you're not on my deals list, be sure to text the word deals to 844-447-1555 to be notified of the private investment offerings my team and I put out and last don't forget to check out all the amazing products and resources that we offer to our Millionaire Mindcast family at MillionaireMindcast.com. Whether that's one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, mastermind events, calculators, the Rich Life Planner for those looking to take their goal setting and productivity to the next level, we've got all kinds of great and valuable tools available at MillionaireMindcast.com. With that being said, that's all for this week. Until next week's episode, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March 2 million and beyond. Cheers, my friends.